0: All right, we are back with my buddies, Anna Myers and Jean Marino, who you all know well. And today we are talking about, should I get my hormone levels checked? And I know this is a topic um, that comes up all the time and it's almost, it's pretty activating to some of us because, well, you'll hear why it's triggering. So. We might even say, yes, yeah, for
1: sure. Like, it's triggering.
0: It is. It is. Okay. So where should we start with this ladies? Should people get their hormone levels checked? And most of the time people are asking, they are kind of perimenopausal menopausal, right? This is, but I actually even hear way pre-menopausal patients asking this.
1: Yeah. I hear I have, mm-hmm. ladies that come in, in their early forties and they're all annoyed because they're already having some changes and they're like, why aren't my hormones being tested by my providers? What? Tell me, tell me. And I send them to you for uh hormones and uh you know they i'm sending to them to you but they're already a little bit pissed off because somebody else has already told them no
2: right and then we say no too (laughs) well okay let's
0: start with this why do people think that they need to get their hormones checked maybe that's where we should start you know i think it comes
2: from from a place of not understanding what the changes are and what's happening because we don't talk about this enough we don't educate women enough So I think that there's this fear of what's going to happen, and it makes sense that we should have lab values to tell women exactly where they are and what's happening and how long this is going to go on and should this be fixed and et cetera. And all of that sounds great in theory, but the reality is it's just we don't have that type of data. No, Nothing can tell us exactly where someone is in transition. No one can tell us with a lab value, you've got six more years to go and you'll feel great again. And just, unfortunately it doesn't exist. And I think that's what women are looking for is some answers. Mm-hmm.
1: I think what's so interesting about it is that you think that just like you said, that there should be an answer, but then it doesn't really make a difference in the treatment. You know, when the ladies come and talk to you, if they're just listened to, and they can tell you what their symptoms are, if you treat their symptoms, yeah. um, Tell us more about that, Gene, because I know that that yeah. is.
2: <laughs> I, I think that's one the bigger issue. Mm-hmm. Missions on life. I think life. women don't always feel heard. I don't think their symptoms are validated. And so I feel like if they're armed with a lab value and we have this quantitative data, then people have to listen and have to take her seriously and whatnot. And what a shame because. Menopause treatment should be individualized, but we can do that without labs. We can just do that by talking to women, seeing what their symptoms are, starting them on, for example, hormones, and then seeing how they respond, because that's the key. We all respond differently. We have different amounts of receptors. Everyone doesn't respond to the same lab value the same way. So what we should be doing is working closely with women and listening to them and then basing treatment off of their response.
0: You mean just listen to the person's uh, (laughs) symptoms? Why do we have to say that? (laughs) That should be a given. (laughs) Right? I mean, but that's what it comes down to. I do, I kind of imagine this typical patient who is going through a lot of changes physically, um, even maybe even emotionally, and just is looking for answers. And that's really why they're asking for a lab test, right? Right. Um, right. and then probably also they've seen it advertised elsewhere, right there. Mm-hmm. It's not, they're not making this up out of, out of nowhere. There are people who recommend checking hormones, whether it's a uh, Dutch test, testing the P, um, whether mm. it's blood tests, saliva test. I mean, there's so many out there and why, like, what is that about?
2: Right. And it makes so many premises. Like we can tell you where you are. We can tell you what you need. And I think that is very appealing when someone doesn't know much about menopause because we just don't do a good job talking to people about it. And so that all sounds great in theory, but we just don't have that kind of information readily available. And it is so much easier. Like you said, Rachel, we just have to listen to women. Mm-hmm.
0: But and what that, it starts doing, like they, I mean, people spend a lot of money on them. There must be something to them.
2: So what I hear a lot from women is, well, I was told that I am progesterone dominant and that's a big coin phrase that was first um, coined by a different physician a couple of years ago when they were working on this compounding bioidentical hormones and whatnot. And it just really means that I believe what it means is that they um, don't have enough estrogen, which is really true any woman in menopause. Right. And you
0: don't have to, t- you don't have to do a test to tell somebody what's, <laughs> what their right. hormone levels most likely are. Right. So Jean,
1: exactly. if, if you <laughs> saw blood work come across your desk, that was a patient brings it to you that somebody else did. Does it make any difference in how you treat that patient? No, I know.
2: That, and that's the bottom line. Yeah. I would treat someone regardless if their estradiol is 20 or 60.
0: And, you know, I mean, I don't know about you ladies, but when I have a patient who's in perimenopause and is asking about hormones, I tell her, you know, well, we could do a test, but what are we going to do about that information? Like I'm still going to give you treatment if you're having these symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like you, Gene, I hear you say this every time we do a retreat that we could test your levels today or tomorrow or the next. And because of perimenopausal fluctuations, we might have completely different results each one of those days. And so what, like, what are we going to, it's really confusing actually and not helpful. And, and then for my patients who really are menopausal, they've had 12 months of no periods. There need a test to tell me that their, their estrogen is low, right? It's gonna be low, and they're just gonna be low too. It's just mm, that's what's low. supposed to happen, <laughs> right? Right? Well, I think that
2: that's another really good point is telling women, you know, this is totally normal, this is natural, this is planned. You're supposed to stop ovulating, your hormones are supposed to drop off, and this is how it's designed. This isn't a disease, however, we can give you hormones if you're not tolerating that well, but this isn't. A disease that
0: we need to know what the hormone is because we've got to get back
2: to a certain number.
0: Yeah. Are there any patients where you would make an exception that you would say, okay, maybe we should check some hormones here? I would
2: do that on someone who's less than 40 years old and looking like they might be going into what we would call a premature menopause or primary ovarian insufficiency because. Someone who goes into menopause before the age of 40 is at a lot of risk, including the, the healthiness of her heart and her bones, maybe her brain. So those are women that we should be looking into and seeing why they're not having periods and are they going into this premature
1: menopause? Gotcha. And somebody that like is given hormone therapy, do you have to later then check their blood work, you know, in so many months or anything like that?
0: I only do it if I'm starting testosterone.
2: Right. Same with me. Otherwise, when they come back in four to six weeks, they say, how do you feel? And if they say, great, then I know we have a good dose. If
1: they say, "Eh,
2: Better, there's room for improvement, then we increase
1: it. Oh, you listen to them again. (laughs) We just listen. (laughs) 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 uh,
0: listen This should Um, not be groundbreaking. (laughs) I know, right? But it is. It is. And we have to keep saying it over and over and over again. Listen to women and listen. We trust them. They know their bodies, they know that something is going on. Um, the other (laughs) exception that I usually make is if someone's had a hysterectomy and they aren't really sure if they're menopausal, but they're starting to have some symptoms. I mean, again, most of these patients, you can just start estrogen. It's not, it's not a huge deal, but some of them really want a little bit more information. So I don't mind, I don't mind doing some hormone testing for a patient like that. Um, and then I've had patients who've been in chemotherapy that um, I probably should not have tested their hormones because we were trying to get information, and then we ended up really confused because, you know, it looked like they were going through menopause, and then you know months later they weren't. Um, so I I don't know if that was a right exception, but I would say probably for someone who's had a hysterectomy, <laughs> that might have been an exception for me that I would I would test to to try to figure out what's happening because we don't know that she hasn't been bleeding for how many months.
2: Yeah. I, um, I actually don't test it still in those women, but I agree with you. You know, I always tell women, if it, it helps you sleep better at night, Mm -hmm. it's fine. We can do it, but I don't think it's necessary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then test for testosterone, do you do baseline testosterone?
2: Yes. Yes, of course. That's the only one I do. And again, not looking for a magic number. There's not a number that I'm gonna say, oh, no wonder you have no desire for sex. This is your testosterone level. It's Mm -hmm. more just checking to make sure that before we even start testosterone, there isn't an elevated level for some unknown reason, which in all these years I did find once, And so we had to do Mm -hmm. some more exploring, but yeah, usually it's just to get a baseline in that
0: sense. Yeah, nice okay so summary is listen to women (laughs) women. you you know you don't have to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on hormone level testing there may be a rare exception but the bottom line is we just need to listen to women
2: (laughs) yeah fantastic thank
0: you ladies i appreciate your time come back and join us for our next topic